Welcome to Live with Domery here at Domery Healthy and Fit. Today we have an amazing guest, Diane. She is with the Intuitive Spirit Thought Life at Instagram. She is a Reiki master teacher, visual Reiki classes, psychic medium, and today we're going to even learn more about what her capabilities are and how fantastic she is. Stay tuned for the live interview. Thank you for oh, you're so welcome. I love you too. Um, guys, everyone that's watching, I connect with Diane a lot. Um, she and I, about a few months ago, and we have been in touch ever since. Um, she did this incredible virtual Reiki experience with me. I'm on California, and you're all the way on the East Coast. And I recorded the entire thing and she had, she didn't tell me what she was going to do. I laid down and I could feel everything she was doing to me. So I would say what was happening to my body at every point of me going through the experience. When I hung up the phone and 20 minutes later I called her back, it was unbelievable. I didn't tell her what happened to me. She told me what she did, then I sent her the video unbelievable <laughs> that was the first time that anybody's ever recorded a session on the other end yeah I'm not normally obviously I'm not there and I showed um, the person that owns the shop I work at today and she's like oh my god we've never seen the other end of how that works and it, that was really cool it, it, yeah. it was I'm like we got to record this because you know everything is very visual today in the world and if someone is skeptic about it when you see it, it it's just incredible but i wanted to record it so i would always remember what happened and how you healed parts of my body that was i'm i'm still amazed and i think i need a tune-up <laughs> Time, my friend. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do a tune-up. All right, so let me ask you this for our guests. When did you know you had this special gift of being able to speak to angels, to spirits that have passed, to the ability to do Reiki, the ability to just connect to the other side? I I knew I had the gift in my 30s. I, I knew it. Um, I've had this thing going on my entire life, but I didn't have a name for it. It was just like mm -hmm. kind of who I was. And yeah. I was very um, touchy-feely kind of kid, you know, and I would see things and I would pick up on things, um, especially... When I was growing up, I say that I always tell the story about the green man that was in the hallway because he saved my life. Um, I grew up in a very abusive home. Mm -hmm. So one night, there, it was just chaos going on in my house. And I was upstairs in the bedroom and I wanted to go down because I, I heard a bunch of yelling and I didn't, I didn't feel safe and I wanted to find out what was up, right? So I got up and I was probably maybe seven years old, six or seven, and um, 
I went to walk out my door and mm-hmm. there's this enormous, when you're six years old, everything's big, but there was this enormous green man, I call him, um, and he was standing there and he wouldn't, I mean, obviously he's not real, right? Yeah. He wouldn't, let, he wouldn't let me go. He wouldn't let me leave my room. I, I was petrified. I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? And I shut the door, and I just went under the covers, and then I could feel the covers kind of tucking me in. Yeah, I felt that before. It's scary. It is. When you don't know, and you're six or seven, and the covers just start doing like this, you're like, okay, I'm supposed to stay here. Well, I kind of listened at that time, and I stayed put. You know, I didn't go anywhere, and it actually ended up saving my life because there was a lot of things happened that night, and... I attributed that to the green man, and I still don't know who that was, right? But as I got older, I started to um, to feel more of, like, don't do this or don't do that. And I would listen. And that's a lot of people say that they didn't listen when they have these, these things going on in their lives, yeah. right? When well, they didn't listen. For me, I did. And I trusted that feeling so much that it kind of guided me. And it saved my life a couple times. Wow. And then once I got into my 30s, it really got strong and it really got so undeniable that I had to find out exactly what this was. So I started to Google things and I started to, um, uh, literally a book fell off the shelf for me. And it was by John Edward and he's a psychic medium. So I started to read this book. and I was So the, the spirits like threw the book at you. Yeah, I was at the library, and I was walking down a metaphysical aisle, and all of a sudden this book just kind of went wham onto the floor. And I'm like, okay, so I picked it up, and I started reading in the library, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is like a thing. It's, it's a for real thing, because I didn't know that. And um, then I started studying, and I started practicing, and I started to get in tune with what was going on with me mm-hmm. and putting names to them. It took me a while to, to really focus on, you know, one thing at a time and incorporate all the gifts together. Yeah. Then uh, once I did that, I found that I could do like readings and I could um, speak with, with spirit and I could speak with, you know, for lack of a better word, somebody's passed away person. Um, Aunt, uncle, I, mother, brother, sister, yeah. Yeah, and then I started to just study more, and that's where it led to the reading of the, the tarot. Um, from that is like it kind of, I did it to enhance my abilities. Okay. It turned out that I love tarot. And then from tarot, I started to feel things in my hands, and that kind of freaked me out a little bit. I was like, what is all this about now? <laughs> so at the time, there was a friend of mine who was studying and she said, I bet you you have Reiki. And I'm like, no, you're the one that has Reiki. I do readings. We're all set. <laughs> but Reiki found me, and it wouldn't let me go until I started it. Wow. And I kept studying and studying. And every time I tried to, like, no, that's not for me, it would pull me back in, and it would just grab a hold of me. And it never has let me go yet. It's, it's just kind of there. So I studied under four different masters, and um, – I was a master in three different types of Reiki. So the latest one that I use um, is the one I used on you. So um, that's the one. That okay. Well, that, uh, that's a whole nother episode. What, yeah. <laughs> what happened with me is just incredible. 
Um, I should actually post that video because it was really. I tried, and I don't. I'm not as savvy as you with the tech stuff, so I'm not quite sure. I I have it. I just don't know how to get it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, my friend who owns the shop, she's a master as well. And I showed her the video today, and she goes, oh, my God, you were working here, and this happened. I'm like, I know. This is crazy, right? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, because we don't see the other end. Yeah. We just, you know, know what we're doing, and we do it, and we're done, and that's it. But um, that was amazing. That was a beautiful gift, so thank you. Oh, that. you're so welcome. You know, I had Reiki for the first time in my life last year in Hawaii when I went to a healing retreat um, at the Four Seasons with Shift My Body and Soul. And I'm like, what's Reiki? And and they explained it to me. I'm like, okay, I'm, in, I'm totally into this because I've been dealing with spirit my whole life, but I've never really understood spirit. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like I know when I shouldn't be in a place. I know when someone's not good. I have those horrible gut feelings. I know when a spirit is around me, but I don't see them. And what I hear is what is like you hear it in the back of my, like the back of my head. Like I'm talking, like when you talk to yourself, but you're not talking, but you hear the thoughts. I hear the thoughts and sometimes, and I used to just be like, like didn't pay attention until I started to realize Wow. And then I had, I was at a massage table getting a massage and this person would not shut up. <laughs> not the massage person. Yes, Whoever was in the room with us. I'm relaxing and trying to get into my massage and all I keep hearing is tell her I love her and I miss her and she was the best massage therapist ever in my life. Oh, geez. That's... And her name was... Diane, she said, tell her Diane is here. Um, and I kept like trying to like, I just want to relax. <laughs> so at the end, I'm like, do I tell this person? She's going to think I'm totally insane. That spirit would not shut up until I told her. I walked out, gave her a hug. I said, thank you so much for the massage. But this person, Diane, would not stop bugging me during my massage with you and all I kept hearing was tell her I love her tell her she was my best massage therapist ever the woman looked at me and started crying and she goes she was the first person I ever worked on she passed from cancer and she goes do you do this all the time I'm like no no I don't control it I don't they just bug me until they know that I'm going to say something. And that's the only experiences, like, I get. So, yeah. So, the yeah. fact that you can do it just like this and that you have this amazing gift is just incredible. Incredible. Thank you. Thank you. So, I, have a, I have a nickname um, in the reading circles because um, I know a bunch of people that do what I do, but... Um, they call me the crier because I, it's not what I say, um, but it's, you know, what I hear. So obviously I I, deliver messages. Um, but people normally, they come to me and they end up crying 
Aww. in in my wherever I am, right? And that to me, I keep. They, they're like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and I keep a box of tissue here. I'm like, I'm so used to this. It's it's okay. And like crying is a perfect tears to God. Um, you needed to release this. Whoever is around you, you know, they're here. You're safe. Um, and I attribute that to keeping the space clear. You mm -hmm. know, I sage. I do Reiki symbols all the time. Um, yeah, there you go. And my when I want to talk to spirit, Polly Santo would. There you go. And you taught me never blend the two together. Do one at a time. I used to blend the two together and wonder why spirit was bugging me all the time. Now I understand. A lot of people will sage and don't open the window. And, and you have to. Fun. And you have to have a white candle to set them free, right? So can you explain to us, someone watching the show today, the, the, you have white candles burning. Um, yeah. The white candles, the purpose of saging or smudging, however you want to describe it. Let's talk about sage and the power of sage. Even if you don't believe in spirit or you don't believe in psychics, sage has been used for millions, well, since, since man started, since we started to pray to God of all different cultures. So let's talk about this magical thing called sage. So the Native Americans did this a lot in their They would light the sage. Actually what sage does is it attaches to negative energy mm -hmm. or negative ions, whatever you want to call them, that are in the air. Um, you know, people always think, well, we're saging for spirit or something. No, we're just, if you think about all the like everything is a vibration. Yeah. So you think about our words are vibrations. The way we enter a room is a vibration. Everything is a vibration. So if you have like a person that comes in that is, is not pure thought maybe, or um, they've had a bad day and it's stuck in their aura and they come into your space, you know, they're going to leave an energetic print, right? Ah. Uh, leave. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be you're getting rid of, you know, a bad spirit, don't. you're just getting rid of negative energy. Get rid of the negative energy. Mm -hmm. So what the state does is it attaches to the negative energy and you can actually see the smoke as it's doing it. And it will go like sideways or upways. Or it's interesting to watch the sage as it's working. Um, and I have a whole thing on my website. It, it's for free. You can download it. It's how to smudge and uh, bless your home. So I actually use the sage, the, the, the polisanto and then the the sweetgrass at the end. Oh, I don't know about sweetgrass. What is yeah. sweetgrass? So it comes in a roll, and you it's at the very end of like blessing. So you go around and you start. I believe in the east. You start at the lowest corner of your house. You can read all this on the on the uh, the website thing. But it's directions. You know which way to go, which way to turn. Okay. Which way to open stuff like that. When you're done with the sage, sage, yeah, yeah. When you're done with the sage, it attaches all the negative energy, puts it into like a, a ball, so to speak, and it goes out the window. So then you want to cleanse. So you're going to use your wood to cleanse. You're going to go around and just kind of cleanse the the air a little bit. Mm -hmm. What the sweet grass does is draws. So then you're going to close the windows. The sweet grass, it it just like goes in like little spurts, but it kind of like 
uh, seals the energy to make it sweeter again, to make it homier again, to make it grounded again. Because once you get rid of all this stuff, you want to replace it with something sweet, something nice, something good, right? And you can use that, or you can use sweetgrass. Wow, I need sweetgrass. I yeah, have never like heard of sweetgrass. Holy water works. Um, I use holy water. Oh, yeah. Renee, Dr. Renee just joined. Hi, Dr. Renee. Hey, how are you? <laughs> uh, she knows about this stuff too. She's very clairvoyant as well. Yeah, she did my my blueprint for me, which oh nice. Oh my god. Fun, right? Incredible. One hundred percent me. Yeah. Okay. So these are things we need in our lives. Like if any of you watching don't believe in any of this, I'm telling you, it's real. I have my dear friend, um, AZ Arizona Living Well, also believes in all of this and the saging and everything. But I don't even know if she knew about sweet grass. But that I got to get. Like, I, do you go online? Do I have to go through your shop? Do, how do I get sweet grass? I get Etsy. Um there's a place called The Old Ones, O-L-D-E. Okay. Um, he has, I've worked with him and he has my directions on there. He's made an actual kit for me to how to cleanse and bless your home. And that's how he sells the kit. It comes with sweetgrass, uh, tourmaline, sage, a shell, um, and black salt. Because I talk in my... Um, in my directions about black salt around the perimeter of your home yes to keep nice and clean so that actually when people come in too i put tourmaline above the doorways so when people come in the tourmaline kind of like blocks off anything that they would bring in negatively right but sometimes stuff still gets through um but the black salt around the perimeter it helps as well yeah do you know well i have three kids back at home and they've been home since quarantine uh, <laughs> and then we had the the flood or the mold issue where we had to do construction. We've had so many overneeded turmoils that we did not expect during quarantine. And I was feeling a lot of that negative energy. Well, one, I didn't know about the salt. So my dear friend Miriam told me, I'm giving you blessed salt for all the corners of your home. I'm like, I didn't know that. I use holy water all the time after I sage. That is, that's perfect. Yeah, that's I, you know, and while I'm saging, I always say the Lord's Prayer and St. Michael. And, you know, at the end, I think, you know, Mother Mary, I'm very Catholic, so I know there are different ways you can do it of what you believe in, but I forever am constantly saging my personal space, my bedroom, my desk where I work and function and to be clear and I'm always doing that salt outside too yeah salt outside I never knew that so what is the difference between black salt and white salt what does it matter uh, black salt the black salt there's something to it and it's kind of like you know it gets black on your hands but the black salt um energetically is a higher vibration than like, you know, maybe sea salt or Mediterranean salt, stuff like that. So that's why we use black salt. And I go around the entire perimeter of the home 
when I do a cleansing and blessing for a home, I always look around too to see if there's any um, like poison ivy growing. Um, look around and see if there's anything kind of like, you know, feeling different outside. Because if you look outside, that stuff can come in your house as well. So sometimes we have to do mirror work in the house. Sometimes we have to tell the owner you, you might want to get rid of this this poison ivy in this corner and we'll black salt the crap out of that corner um, because it's, it carries negative energy and you don't want that to come back in your house. And people are wondering why they feel funky in their house. It's because of the outside. Wow. Okay. So I the home that we're in, we built. I think we, we talked about this. And so now it's like 20 years oh, old. Huh? You to the west. What is outside to the west? Do you have a window facing west? Yes. Okay. What is outside there? My pool in the backyard. What's beyond that? Other homes up on the hill that is like old land from when they settled here in California. But the land our home is on is called Catherine Way. He, Holtz came into town. He was a very well-to-do person and married Catherine. And then he built his home up on where I am. And he named the road Catherine Way, but it's Holtz Hill Road. And he owned all the land. And I'm telling you, Catherine visits a lot. <laughs> and whoever else lived up here, I don't think they ever left because there's just some weird stuff that happens in my house all the time. Mm -hmm. And you can ask them too gently. You know, if, if you don't mind if they're there, you can you can. I don't them. mind as long as they don't bug me. Just let's not play with the lights. You know, let's 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 be cordial to each other. Let's um, be kind to each other, and they listen. You know. It, because you're allowing them to stay, they kind of appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And you can set boundaries and you can set rules and say, you can stay, but these are my rules. This mm -hmm. is my house now. I understand, you know, I, I validate you, but I understand, you gotta understand me too. And this, I don't like this and I do like that. So, you know, you can set rules and, and wow. they will follow. Yeah. Well, I did learn while I was in Maui after my first Reiki experience, that was unbelievable. She did not know I was writing my first book. She talked about my first book. She talked about the impact. She talked about things that this person would never even know. She lived in Maui. She had no idea who I was. And then she said to me when I was leaving, she goes, you need to learn to tell them you are, you're booked. I'm like, what does that mean? She goes, you have way too many of them talking to you all the time and that's why you struggle trying to stay focused on healing you as well as trying to get your message across and she goes once they start to learn that you know that you tell them you're booked like i'm booked that they it started to get quieter so is that true yes yes and i saw dina was here too um the healing mama she's uh, a medium as well um she'll tell you the same thing you don't have to entertain spirit 24 7. I mean, it is... They're bossy. You know, they are bossy, but... <laughs> you can say, you know, I when I pick up this stone or this crystal, for me, when I pick up my cards, I'm on duty. And I will listen. But when oh. I put the cards away, I'm done. That, that's it. I'm done. 
Okay. And I don't enter anything. So I have set these boundaries with spirit. Now, do they listen? Most of the time, yes, they do. Um, a lot of times they'll give me like the chills or I'll feel something going on. I'll say, nope, not going to do it. Do they, and like, they go away. do they play with your hair? Play with your hair? Like when spirit, it's funny you say that because when spirit shows up for me, especially during your reading, I will like literally do like this, like I have lice or something. Yeah, you start and scratching I'm, your head. Yeah, I'll start doing this. And then I look in a corner <laughs> and I'll look away from the client and I, I say, I don't have lice. There's, you know, a, somebody's <laughs> trying to um, And then I usually ask the client, too, do they even want to entertain that spirit or not? Because I, you know, I can get to who they are and stuff, but I need to know first, do you want to even know this information? If you don't, fine, we'll just go on with reading and be done. And the spirit has to go away. And they do. So, but if, if the funny thing them, is, is that you're like, I don't have lice. Okay, so... <laughs> Which, how in the hell does life still exist in today's world? <laughs> First of all, I had my fair share when my kids were in grammar school. I don't ever want to hear or see that again. But I itch a lot. One, it's because of my MS. Two, you know, because of the, the pins and needles and the sensation that we get constantly. Now that you just said that, I'm like, okay, now which one is it? Is it my MS acting up or is it a damn spirit bugging me? <laughs> so I, it, this is a tricky world. And speaking of that, how do you know when it's not a good spirit? You will know because it feels energetically, like normally spirit approaches me kindly and not mm. intrusively, right? Like, I mean, the lice thing is, is one thing. That's that's intrusive. Like, that's like driving you nuts. Yeah. yeah, but it's during my work. So, you know, that I allow. Okay. You need to get attention and I'm focused on something else and you need my attention, okay? That's what I figured out that was. Um, but when I'm walking into a restaurant or something, there might be somebody trying to be intrusive there um i'll feel them kind of tugging at me or pulling at me um chills or something like that i've done this long enough to recognize right away the energy of the spirit so that i know if it's a good thing or a bad thing i don't normally entertain spirit outside of work at all mm. um and i would just say not you know i'll just say if you're a white light you can stay because maybe you want to talk to somebody else, but not me. Yeah. Um, if you're not of white light, you have to go. And I say in the name of God, because that's you know, yeah. what I preach yeah. and practice. Um, but if you start to say that, if you're of white light, you can stay. If you choose to want to entertain them. Yeah. And if, you know, if you're not white of white light, you have to go. That keeps the, the that so nice spirits away. But if you don't want to entertain them at all, say, I... I'm closed. I'm closed for business. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm gonna do it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, my youngest Joseph is now learning how to read tarot cards. I told you that. Mm -hmm. And so he did his first, like, after a week of training, he did his first reading on me. And you know, we were sitting down. I lit the sage, cleansed the room, grounded myself, and so he was doing his cards and I pulled three cards and then I pulled a card of swords and I don't remember the other two but he's like 
wow, mom, these are good cards. I'm like, that doesn't look good. There's swords on there. <laughs> so, like, I don't understand. But when I told you about it, you were telling me that there's so many different decks of reading cards. So you really shouldn't be messing with the cards unless you know what you're doing, correct? Correct. And a lot of people, uh, there, there's, when I teach tarot, this is the first thing I teach somebody, is okay. you are in charge of your space, for one. You are in charge of the love and light in the room, for two. Yeah. Um, if you want to, you got to remember, when you're, when you're opening up to tarot or oracle or pendulums or whatever you're doing, you know, boards and stuff like that, you have to be in control. So you don't want to entertain just anything that comes through, right? Right. So I say blessing before I start any reading. I'll say blessing. Um, I've already cleansed the room. I've already made sure there's nobody else in here but me and, you know, then the client comes in. My cards are cleansed. Um, and then I go on to kind of like putting myself on a shelf okay so that I can be a true conduit for the messages that need to come through so I've done this long enough now that I find like I read like maybe three or four cards and there's 32 that I pull out um, I'll read three or four and then spirit starts talking ah. so that's their sign to me and my sign to them that I go okay it's time to go to work you know, when I first started reading tarot, I really respected the the um, the nature of it because you are working with energies that you don't understand yet. And for the new tarot persons, is what I always say: respect the energy because you are drawing from the universe snippets of people's lives, mm -hmm. and they entrust you with their energy and the, in reading them. So it's a, it's an honor and a privilege, and it's not a game. Yeah. So, so that respect. point kind of scares me, like young kids messing around with tarot cards, and they don't know what they're doing. There should be a warning sign with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you have the readers that, you know, the, the new readers, I understand, they'll, they'll pull a card and... And then they'll read the book and they expect uh -huh. everything from this book to apply to you. No, that's not how that works. Okay. Like you have to put in the work to study these things. It took me a year to learn the full um, tarot deck, the, the traditional tarot. It took me a year of studying the cards, learning the cards, um, learning the triggers of the cards, what they mean here and there and the other place. It took me a year of studying, but true studying of the art of tarot, not wow. just because I look into, I'm not peeking into somebody's future and I always have permission from that other person because some clients will come and will tell me if my boyfriend's cheating. No, I cannot do that. Ethically, I will not do that because I'm not reading for the boyfriend, I'm reading mm. for you. Wow. If so the then with that being said, what happens if there is that person's guide, guide spirit guide, angel, trying to protect her and they are, go and tell you he's cheating you need to tell her would you tell her then yes okay I do. okay I do. and, and there's a same for place. a man if a man comes to you and their yeah. spirit guides are with you and yeah, they know that something crazy has been going on yeah and even if the person is being dishonest with themselves or other people I can see that as well 
Wow. And I, they'll call them out on it. I'll say, okay, some, you know, like you asked me about this, but th- this is not this other person. This is you. So why is this going on, you know, with you? What's, mm. what's going on here? And then they end up, you know, telling me like, dang it, you busted me kind of. Well, I didn't. <laughs> you busted yourself, but, you know. We don't need lie detectors. We just need you working for the U.S. government and the, you know, police department. And so in mysteries being solved, I know for centuries they brought in mediums to help them find missing people. Have you ever been approached to help anyone looking for someone missing? as to where something is or why something is. Okay. I've never known of a murder or something. I've never been approached for that. I know people do. Um, and they're very, very clairvoyant. And that skill is very, very heightened for them. Yeah. And they, they use what's called psychometry as well, which I do as well. Um, like you can take something and hold it and kind of read from it what's going on. So they would take a piece of clothing or a piece of something from that person. Of that person. Yeah. And read and read the energy of it. Wow. Uh, yeah. So you can do that as well. Um, it, it's fun. It's a fun practice to do. Um, but it's called psychometry. And a lot of people will bring in like old things that they have and want to do psychometry. Like tell me about this or should I be wearing this? And a lot of times what happens during my Reiki sessions in person and I think a few um, distantly, I don't quite exactly remember that, but in person, if somebody has something on that is, um, say, their great-grandmother's or something, mm-hmm. they, I can pick up on that energy. So I will say, is that ring yours? And they'll say, no, it's my great-grandmother's. And I'll have them take it off because I can't finish the session without reading the ring. Ah, have them remove the ring so I can get to their energy, not the energy of the ring. Wow. So this is going to be, this is hilarious, and I still laugh to this day, and I know I shouldn't be laughing, but we had this old antique store in San Juan Capistrano, California. It's as old as San Juan Capistrano. It is the original building that was built when the settlers came, and they had you know, the, the, the entire barrier around that protected them from the outside, from whatever was going on in San Juan. You walk in to this antique shop, there are things that either give, make my hair stand up, feels like someone's pushing me, or don't go down that corner, and it's just like all of these emotions. I love going in there because I love looking at old stuff. One, I'm so sorry. I got to put this on the spot because it's not funny, but it is funny. My daughter Simone was with me and she went down a different aisle and went around the corner. And all of a sudden I heard her say, oh, shit. And she comes running and she's holding her head mom someone just whacked me in the head and I'm like oh let me find out who this person is she went down the corner she couldn't go back in there she goes there's something bad in there I went around the corner I felt the ice cold and it was like a warning don't come in this corner yep 
To this day, she tells the story, and now we laugh about it because I was ready to go take somebody out thinking it was a human that whacked her in the head. <laughs> so I just... No, I, I don't go into antiques. I can't. Oh, because uh, you I pick just, up on it way too easily. It's like, I'm, I'm like at the front door and stuff's coming at me. I'm like, no, no, uh, we're not. Um, when I do cleansings of homes, um, if they have antiques, that's, that's really hard. So I have to really protect myself before I go in um, to make sure I don't pick up anything, right? Because I don't want to pick up anything in my aura as well. So I'm protecting and, and grounding and stuff. But then as soon as I come through a piece, I'm like, whose piece is this? You know, who, who owned that and what's going on here? And a lot of times people have stuff that they don't even like the people that they have the stuff from. And I have some antiques in my house, and one of them scares the shit out of me. And I just, it, it, yeah, I every time I see it, I don't like it. But it was a gift. Um, but there's something, and it's a it, it's a mirror, a mirror, and I won't even clean the mirror because it's it's almost like something else is looking back at me, and it just kind of, uh, yeah. And to people, you know, if you love this piece, maybe um, we're going to sage the crap out of it for one. But, you know, we're going to put like little crystals inside of it. We're going to try to get rid of the negative Heal energy. That's yeah. Um, a lot of times it doesn't work because it's it's so just ingrained in there that, you know, you want to keep it around. That's that's up to you. It's from the 1800s. It's from the 1800s. Like there's, yeah. there's a lot of history there. It's yeah. it's seen a lot of history, and it, it retains it too. It doesn't let go. So you got to remember that too. The energetic footprint of that is is from there. Okay, so let's talk about the energetic footprint. So, in life, everywhere we go, whether it's a restaurant, we're traveling, or we're touring Rome or Europe or wherever, when there is tragedy or celebrations or whatever. Explain that energetic footprint. So if something happened tragic, um, like, uh, you know, it's just like you're walking down the street and all of a sudden you get, like, the chills, like you said, mm -hmm. right? Probably something happened there. And it leaves energy. It leaves a footprint. Just like we, if we were walking in the sand and we leave footprints, right? Yeah. And the waves come. The footprint isn't gone. It's just buried. Right, that and the water sense. washed over it, yeah. so it just continues to go lower and lower and lower. But if you walk over it and you're sensitive, you're still going to feel that footprint. Wow! Is that yeah? So if, if something tragic happened, just imagine all the emotions, all the whatever is there, and you're walking through it. Wow! So you know your 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 aura is all nice and pretty, and plus two. When you shine on nice and pretty, I, I tell people this all the time, you're like a light bulb that doesn't have the, the light uh, glass around it. Yeah. So attracting all of these things, like a moth, right? <gasps> the light sun and a moth comes. If you don't have that protective bubble around you, you're just this beam of light. And the energy, energetic footprints love light because they don't see it enough. Mm -hmm. So when they see someone of light, they want to go and they want to go choo, 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 on it. When if you're not protected, if you're not consciously, you know, encircling in white light or wearing protective uh, jewelry, 
whatever it is that you, right? Here we go. <laughs> My collection of these go all the way up to here. If I wanted to like, if I knew I was going someplace bad, I probably would put them both on. I'd be like Wonder Woman of protective beads. Um, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and they've all been custom made for me, which is, you know, amazing. And there's days I wake up and I realize I need these certain beads. And it's kind of like having your your rosary with you or your holy water with you or my mother wears a scapula all the time. Um, and yeah, I completely believe in all of the energy around me. We're not just here as a human. We're all combined energy. Right. And, so, and plus, so the energetic footprints you know, are there, and if you're not protected with beads or protecting yourself, um, you're going to feel that, and you're mm -hmm. going to pick it up, and then it's going to carry along with you, and you don't want mm -hmm. that. You no. don't want any of that to you. So that's when the Reiki comes in. That's when, you know, the beads come in handy. That's when um, holy water, if you're blessing yourself, comes in handy. Um, a lot of practice that we do, I teach in my Reiki classes how to ground, how to protect, and how to seal your aura. So that you don't pick up on any of these things as just in your daily life, let alone going into an antique shop that I wouldn't go into. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So, all right. Now you're kind of freaking me out a little bit about the antique shop. So I bought a coat in December before Christmas last year. I haven't worn it yet because um, it's just not cold here, but it was gorgeous and it was, had just been purchased and never worn and the price tag was still in it and then she passed away and they sold it to the antique shop and I was drawn to it like literally drawn to this coat and the what they were just taking it out of its package and I'm like this is the most beautiful coat ever and I put it on and it fit me like a glove so I took it home, showed my girlfriend, who's very spiritual. She fell in love with it. She told me I had good energy. I saged it. I put some holy water in it. And I haven't worn it yet, but it actually is in the closet right next to my working desk that I work at every day, not here in the podcast room. But I wonder if she just had that connection with me. And sometimes I wonder <laughs> if she's around me. I don't know yeah, who she is. I know her initials because it was sewn in the coat. Yeah, and you can and you can actually you know talk to the talk to the coat. <laughs> no, I'll leave that up to you. I'll lay I'll lay the coat down and you can talk to the coat. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fine. I know some people in here too that you know talk to the coat. They they can pick up from the coat. Oh my um, gosh! And wow. Yeah. So yeah, there's a. Uh, yeah, so There's that that from the from the you know from the antique shop in San Juan, you know, and I did say, did this person die? And she's like, yeah, and but I didn't get a horrible sense. I felt very warm and comforted from it. Yeah, so sometimes I wonder if she's kind of like around. Maybe it was just meant for you, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah, you know, because not every energetic footprint is going to be bad. True. Like I I read, you know, a lot of people in, with this psychometry, and it's a beautiful, beautiful reading because it's like their, you know, their aunt or somebody who's left them something, and their aunt loved them, 
and they speak through the whatever I'm reading. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not all bad. Every you know that that's a common thing that you know everything is bad. It's not. Yeah. Some things are good. Um, I for antique shops, I'm just too sensitive to go into them because but spirit wants to talk to you. Yeah. There's just too much going on there for me, but. You know, for, for people who love the furniture and who, you know, were drawn to a coat, it's supposed to be yours. Just like the book that fell off the shelf was supposed to be read by me. Yeah. So, when, <laughs> I, yeah, I call it finding you. You know, like Reiki found me, the coat found you, you found me, I found you. Okay. Yeah. And then once we really started talking, it was odd because towards the end of our first conversation together, I said, I think I was supposed to find you when we really started talking about life in general with some things that you were going through with your family and um, and you know that I like hunt and search for people all the time but it's amazing how this this connects us and yeah. how we are all connected with this amazing it's very, it's very flowy it's very synchronistic yeah um, it's um, sometimes it just meshes, it just does like this and you know it's right. Sometimes it does like this and you know, okay, that's Get back right. off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so we've talked about um, cards. Um, you can do Reiki via... Distance. Yeah, distancing. Uh, you did it on me. It was unbelievable. Um and I still think about how you talked to me about how you stitched me back together with the hole, how I was, you were letting me float and I'm like, I'm, I'm like floating and I say it in the video and then you actually, when I talk to you after, you're like, you were, you were like so relaxed, you were floating and I had to bring you back down and ground you. And right. just- It's up to me as the practitioner um, in that, you know, any instance where I'm the practitioner, I will allow people, though, to speak to flow, um, but only so far because I can only keep you safe for so far, mm-hmm. and I don't know what's above that so far for you, right? Yeah. So I can be safe to a certain point, and then I don't allow the energy to go any further. I have to draw it back to you. Um, a lot of times it's clunky for the client, but um, I I'm all about safety and all about you know. I'll keep you safe and present and um, let you float a little bit, but mm-hmm. you're not going too far that I can't. Bring yeah. Back. Yeah. And you knew my legs were in trauma and you calmed them down yeah. and you healed them. You knew I had trauma in the back of my neck. You healed that. You also healed my heart and uh-huh. you knew I had trauma there. And um, yeah, it was just the most incredible experience ever. Just uh, and I was shocked because I thought you had to be next to me to do it because of the Reiki experience I had when I was in Maui was she was right behind me doing it and you were able to do it this way but before we started the Reiki experience you asked for my permission you asked me a whole bunch of questions um, but you didn't ask me where I wanted you to work and that was the coolest thing ever. Because the less the less you know um, how Reiki works and how I teach it, yeah, uh, is Reiki 
goes where it needs to go. I don't direct anything. Yeah. All I do is let the Reiki flow through me. So again, I put my stuff on a shelf. I call, you know, the Reiki energy in and then I let it flow to my clients. And I'll be thinking in my head, I'll just see a picture of, you know, if I don't have a picture, I'll say the name over and over again. Um, and I do some kind of scanning and stuff. There's techniques that I've, I've been taught and I teach my clients how to do that or my students how to do this as well. Um, but I don't direct the Reiki to do anything. If anything, Reiki directs me uh. to go into a certain place. So it'll, it'll tell me, you know, you need to go here or you need to do this or you need to do that. And then it will give me feelings that I'm familiar with now because I've done it for a while. Yeah. Um, that maybe, you know, I need to do something else here or this is going on here, let's do this. And then in the meantime, I can, you know, feel you floating away and all that stuff. So it's kind of like a me going away, letting the energy do its thing, but me being present enough to keep you safe. Yeah. And, you know, and sound and, and, uh, and not bothered. By other things. Wow. Yeah. I've, I've had many experiences in my life, and that one was really powerful. The first one was very powerful, but this one, never experienced anything like that ever. Fun, right? <laughs> Fun and a little bit like, ooh. And I remember saying, I see the color blue, and my eyes were closed, and I kept recording it on the video like, this is happening. This is where I'm feeling it. This is what's happening. And it was just. Any of you who are watching that are unsure or totally believe or have questions, definitely follow Diane at intuitive spirit um, dot life. And uh, it, she just really can help you get through a lot of negativity in your life and help you ground yourself for sure. Yeah. And yeah. the classes do um I started teaching them on Zoom now, so um, I don't even have to be with you for that. I mean, I am over the internet, but um, you can do this for yourself. It's, it's a learned thing. Yeah. So, you know, and I teach it now, but um, if you want to learn to heal yourself, if, you know, even like, you know, if you're having a pang attack, you can, you can learn what to do for that for yourself mm -hmm. instead of relying on other people as well. So, yeah. but I have the friend, you know, who owns a shop she's a reiki master as well and so we kind of work on each other too when we're having a, a day that's and nice yeah so i you know i'll call her even at home i'll say something is up with my neck and i can't mm -hmm. get rid of it can you help me and she does and then i go to bed and whatever so um yeah that's incredible i wish i had one yeah. next door <laughs> I wish. Okay, so um, speaking of your um, Reiki friend, what was her name again? Her name is Melanie. Melanie. And Melanie does also extremely special healing stonework. Can you explain that to me, that today she's offering a very special gift? Yes. So what she's done is um, she creates bracelets. Mm -hmm. um, with the intent to yeah. ease the negative effects, there you go. And I wear them too. I yeah. these are all her just. Um, she has some for um, attraction, like love and and stuff like that. She also has some for protection and and different things like that. But she also has a line that um, eases the negative effects of illnesses. So she's she's a crystal reiki uh, master as well. 
So she's done the research on the crystals and the actual real crystals. Think about it. They all, they have their own vibration. So she matches the vibration of the crystal to the disease, puts them together in a bracelet that helps to ease the negative effects of things. So she has them for all different types. And I knew I was talking to you tonight, so I asked her, I said, do you mind if I mention your MS relief bracelet? Yeah. Um, because this is it here. I don't know if it's beautiful. It. Like pretty, right? It's so beautiful. I love it. Really, really pretty. So in here, there's moonstone, bloodstone, and carnelian. So oh. she took that combination, and she has a little card that goes with each bracelet um, that tells you what each stone does, and then a little affirmation of, you know, what it can help you. Um, like you have affirmations in the morning, right? So yes. So it will help with affirmations as well. So today, do you want me to do this part right now? I can do that. Yeah, go ahead. Just tell everybody. Okay, so today, she when Dawn Marie and I were speaking beforehand, I am at work, so um, and she's the owner of the shop, but she does this these bracelets as well. Um, she said, go ahead and offer uh, one person um, a bracelet uh -huh. if they choose. And um, so follow the Charm Crystal on Instagram. Follow you. Me on Instagram and follow Dawn Marie, obviously, on Instagram. Yes, but uh, take a snapshot of today's interview of the two of us like this. Screenshot okay. it. Put it on yeah. your story. Tag us. And then she will announce the winner of the bracelet and you will receive it in the mail. But it's made for multiple sclerosis, especially. Yes. 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 And there are sizes too, so she will talk to you about all that stuff. Also, um, she has offered to um, your listeners 15% um, off of their total purchase if you go to the Charmed Crystal LLC dot com mm -hmm. um, and use the code Crystal the uh, code Crystal zero one all in caps. Um, she's offering 15% off to your entire purchase until next Friday. Wow. So, oh my gosh, that is amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. My MS family, I, I'm gonna announce this again after and like put her Instagram on there because my MS family needs these bracelets and 15% off is just, my heart oh. is like crying right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're so welcome. And I thought about that on the way in today because I knew it was doing this interview. I'm like, wait, I think Melanie has an MS bracelet. And I came in the first, I didn't even say good morning. And she's like, <laughs> and she's like yeah. <laughs> we need a multiple sclerosis bracelet. Now, I have the... Um, the orange bracelets of just the the one stone you mentioned it and now I'm blanking on it. Um the kind of, yes. the bloodstone. Yeah, the bloodstone. Um and you know, I have all of them and I blend them together, but I don't have one bracelet that has all the stones of healing in one. So that's yeah, and just she's got the proper amount of stones for the vibration and so it's like it's a gorgeous. Wow, tell her thank you so very much. So all of my watchers who are watching today, my multiple sclerosis, brothers and sisters and family around the world, you get 15% off until next 
Thursday to um, order your special bracelet. That is the most generous gift. Thank you so, so very much. You're welcome. Incredible. Um, so let me ask you, we've only got a couple, we got like five minutes left. What is the one thing you love about your job, which chose you, that you want to share with everybody? That for me would be um, when I can, like I said, put myself on a shelf, right? I'm um, like, I'll explain this this way. The one thing I love is I had a client like yesterday, um, she walked in and and she just sat down and started to cry. I mean, I didn't Aww. say a word. And she just, the emotions that were in her, because the space is so sacred and so clean, right? She just sat down and she just started to cry. Now, we have to wear a mask um, right now to, to read. So it's kind of difficult. I have tissue down there, but it's kind of weird to see that. But I, I feel very humbled and, um, and I'm very... I'm just very grateful that I can create a space for people or hold space for people that need to release. Aww. You know, not as much as, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to tell you this and this and this. I do that, yes. But to me, the most important part is to just create a safe space for people to be and just to, to release and let go and, you know, if it's, a, if it's an hour Reiki session or a 30-minute session or... 15 minute reading just for that time it's for you it's not it's not about me at all it's about you and what you want to you know what is going on with you I don't love that yeah so that's kind of mm. how I live my days you know like just I'm just here and I'm holding space and mm. whatever I can do for someone holding that space I'm not going to tell you what to do but um, I'm certainly willing to hold the space for you Thank you. I hope that answered your question. That did. That was so beautifully said and just amazing. And, you know, you are truly blessed with an amazing gift from spirit, from energy, from everything that surrounds us every day in our lives. And the fact that you can channel it and help us all. I thank you for helping everybody, honestly. And I love you. You've been incredible in my life. You've been a blessing. And... I can't thank you enough and thank you for coming on today and honoring us and sharing you, all of the amazing gifts that you have, the stories, and God bless you. Blessings to you. And I see Genesis is here from Out of Woman. Oh. Uh, 